Welcome to the Right On Sports Show. There are many sports shows out there, but this one is Right On. Four guys giving each other hell about sports and their sometimes questionable choice of teams. Featuring the head of the table, Kyle Wright, the king of shit takes, Marcus Weisner, the show's resident asshole, Nick Gurley, and finally, doing all the dirty work, the show bitch himself, Drew Gorman. How these guys all get along, we may never know. But let's try to find out. Let's get started. Woo! Welcome in, everybody. Life is full of tender moments, but we are not locked out here at the Ride On Sports Show. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I was trying to say. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for watching, listening, whatever you are doing. Make sure you guys give us a share there on Facebook. And if you're listening on Anchor, uh, or through Anchor, I should say, through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, however you're listening, make sure you leave us a review because that goes a long way. You could do that on Spotify now. That's big. Yeah, no doubt. So help us out on that end. Uh, Kyle right here with Nick Gurley, Drew Gorman, all the in-studio boys having some uh, having some issues on the Uber conference side of things, so no Marcus tonight. Um, guys, what do you think about the Super Bowl? Straight up, like just just rate the game on a scale of 1 to 10. Drew, you look as clueless as you can be. <laughs> yeah. I'm, trying, look I'm like, trying to think. Like I'm not supposed to talk to you. I'm, I'm like, going I'm I'm to give it a... Don't look at me. Don't look at me. I'm going yeah. to go off the Dave Portnoy scale and go with an 8.2. 8.2? Okay, okay. Like, it was a good game. Okay. It wasn't super exciting. I thought... I honestly thought there was going to be more points scored. I didn't realize that the Bengals were going to come out. And I also didn't realize that the Rams were going to throw, uh, have OBJ go down and then throw it to his replacement a million times. How weird was that? I, I It didn't make any sense. Because they're not really like, we've talked about this. It's not a really a replacement because he's a totally different player. Like, I don't know if you had another player that you could have plugged in right there so that Van Jefferson could still be Van Jefferson. No. And then that game's probably not that close. Van Jefferson might be the best number three wide receiver in all of NFL. It's, I, mean, I mean, he's, he's definitely going to be one top five yeah. when you get into that conversation. Yeah. I mean, so, but to me, they plugged in a uh, OBJ .5, and it was terrible. <laughs> they they couldn't link up. You could, tell he, uh, you could tell Stafford was, what, a step or two in front of him at all times. Overthrew him, underthrew him, all kinds of stuff the entire night. And, but just continuously forced him the ball. But guess what? Guess what happens when uh, you got Cooper Cup finally comes in? And, oh, the oh the game's on the line. I guess we'll throw it to Cooper Cup. I you know I feel like um, you know everybody takes these screenshots and everything of like oh Jamar Chase beat Jalen Ramsey blah blah blah. I wonder how open Cooper Cup was that whole game and just never got the ball thrown to him. Because there's zero chance Eli Apple covered him for three quarters. Oh, yes. Yeah, zero no way. chance. No way. They never even showed him. Like, right. normally they're like, well, look at this guy. Like, they did it uh, with uh, the last play of the game. They showed Ramsey getting, yeah. looking like he fell down. And then Jamar Chase was open. And then they got sacked. Uh, Joe Burrow got sacked they in the game. They said the ball was already out of his hand. And he was turning around like it was a fumble. And that's why he went to the ground. So, he didn't actually burn him. Like, because you could see in the screenshot the ball's in the air. Like, because Burrow's kind of getting wrapped up and, like, slings it. So, they're thinking it's And he's already, he's already run out of the pocket. He was already yeah. like, yeah, okay. So, I mean. That makes more sense. It, it does. It does. Everybody does that. Everybody. I can't say this. I lines. thought. Now, I'm not going to say Jalen Ramsey played well. Because he played, like, absolute hot dog Yeah, water. I think he played as bad as you could have played on a rookie receiver. Yeah. And, yeah. and honestly, he was, he was getting. getting cooked. He, what, 
But he only gave up 61 yards. Three catches for 59 yards was his stat where Jamar Chase's stats being covered Which by Ramsey. I, I saw something interesting. They they had said during the broadcast, because there he wasn't following Chase wherever he went. He went with, uh, in their mind, the defensive coordinator, he went with who they thought each play was going to. And there were a couple times he was lined up up against T. Higgins, there were a couple times that he was lined up against Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase, and I think it played out well. I think it, it kind of came into the situation where Chase lines up in the slot a lot, and you're that's not true. ever going to put your top corner covering no. the slot guy. You're just not. you got to have him on the edge. I think that speaks more to Chase than anything else because, yeah. honestly, there's a lot of guys who can't play both. Yeah. Like, they try, but they don't have that quickness, that explosion. Now, Jamar Chase has it on the outside, the inside. I guarantee that they could use him as a Debo Samuel type, and he would do just fine. Yeah. I wonder if that's where the league's going to go now, though, because guys like uh, Tyreek Hill, who's a very similar game right now, like because yep. Jamar Chase looks a lot like Tyreek did for a while, and now people are starting to kind of figure out how to not really – you can't shut down Tyreek Hill, right? Mm-mm. But you can limit him, and you can make somebody else beat you, which I think – and in a way, is what the Rams did because Jamar Chase isn't the reason the Bengals were in that game. Really, that big play to T. Higgins was the reason they were in the game, and we could talk about the logistics of it, whatever, blah, 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 but the the touchdown to T. Higgins was the reason they were in the game. Like Jam- Jamar wasn't. Yeah. I agree. I mean, T. Higgins got, what, uh, four catches for 100 yards? Or yeah. Something like that? And, like, 70 of it was on one. W- was on one play one that play. was was should have been an offensive yeah. pass interference. There were a couple should have been penalties in that game. Uh, there were several. Teams. On both uh, teams. What? So, I can say this. I can name several that were not called against the Bengals. I know that game was called all Bengals until the last drive. See, but even, did you not like the hold call? Because I thought it was definitely a hold. I thought it was definitely a hold. Okay. The Did you think? Fir- the first one on the last drive, the first one, no. Yeah, it was definitely a hold. The second one, yes. Well, the second one was obviously. That's not one. even controversial. But the first one? I thought the first one he actually... The, no, the first one looked a little more... It, I, I, I won't disagree that he did tug, but it looked a whole lot like a ticky-tacky call after the whole game before. Never heard anything called a ticky-tacky call. The whole game before. Ticky-tack foul. <laughs> exactly. But the whole game before, they are literally letting them play. See, I, I don't I I heard that all night. Letting when we them play. Let, oh, they're letting them play. I hate Dude, that. That that's not the game. You don't get to grab somebody by the face mask, not get a call, not get a penalty on it, and then them say, Oh, well, they're letting them play. If they're just letting allowed, them play, that's you ridiculous. How dominant Aaron Donald would be just grabbing dudes by yeah. the face mask and slinging he them. He does aside. that anyway. Not during the not, not during the whistle, but right, he yeah. does that anyway. I <laughs> do something else, man. It was funny, like even the uh, I can't even remember the guy's name that did it, but somebody threw a punch on the Bengals. He, he hit Aaron Donald, yeah, and hit Aaron Donald in the face, yeah. and still didn't get a penalty. Yeah. Oh, they're letting him play. Oh no, this is the Super Bowl. You That's let him not play, football, right? You let them play, but you can't you can't let them get away with. Punch and like punch any other team. Like you could let them get away with. I like maybe you do let them get away with that hold on Cooper Cup. The first one, of course, not the second. The second one was way bad. Oh yeah, and you do let them get away with that hold that Ramsey had there in the first quarter. Like little things like that. Okay, we're letting them play. We're letting them play. You grab somebody, sling them down by their face mask, and that's the only reason you score a touchdown. That, that that's not really letting them play. That that's a whole different level of like. Okay, what's going on? Yeah. And maybe I don't I don't know, man. Uh, maybe you add more officials to these to the big games like this. I th- I, th- I think it was a I, I think the refs 
because every play, each ref has a certain area that they're looking at. And they are looking at that the whole entirety until the whistle is blown. And the ref who was positioned to that to that play, maybe Everybody's he didn't see. I should have been on that. <laughs> the ball was in the air. Yeah. And it was going at like I, why is everybody not watching that play? There's only one person that shouldn't be, and that's the person watching the quarterback, just in case somebody hits the it's quarterback. A, the, the line judges. That that should be the, the only line, person right. that didn't. Yeah. And Every, honestly, I did see this that there was a couple of times that I saw the Rams line up offsides, yeah, and they never called wasn't it. Called. I, right. I did. I did see that, which that was probably them just giving it back to the Bengals from uh, the, fir- the, the, you the first. Sense the irony the first in Bengals fans bitching about there not being false starts called. <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, they have like seven against Tennessee. the Titans. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason you got in this position was because of these calls. Well, as a Saints fan, I was I was hoping they weren't going to throw the flag on that last drive about a pass interference, but we won't talk about that. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. You're, you're in such disarray. And I think, like, the thing that hurts Drew the most is that the Vegas odds-on favorite to be the Tampa Bay uh, quarterback next year is Jameis Winston. <laughs> yep. Is he? Yeah. Yep. yep. The odds-on Vegas favorite. Uh, it's actually it's Jimmy Garoppolo by a slim margin now, but it was Jameis yesterday. It's flip-flopping. Yeah, but I, I mean, honestly, that doesn't mean anything. And if no, it, it doesn't mean and, shit. And but, I, but if Winston, if Winston goes back, he's going to get very disappointed because they're not going to give you the team that they gave Tom Brady. He is. It's um, not going to happen. I think he would be foolish to go back. It would. I be do too. Like going back to a toxic relationship. Go to the Saints. Go to the Saints. Well, well, I, I don't know. I now that y'all Pittsburgh. just now that see that's not a bad choice. I would go to for Pittsburgh. either one of those two guys, Jimmy G or or, yeah. or Jameis Winston. Because any the quarterback Saints, on the market right now, right really? now, y'all have no running back. Oh, my I mean, God. because obviously he throws the best hands in the NFL. I mean, he, like he, he, he was the only person, <laughs> only person to hit someone at the Pro Bowl. I mean, dude, Good Lord, I tried to watch the Pro Bowl. I went over to my in laws' house, so tried to watch it. She she had it on. My mother in law had it on, and uh, I was like. This is this do is the you, first time I've watched it in the several years, and I was like, "This is bad." Do you think the Pro Bowl would be more exciting if they just said it was a flag football game? I think it would be funner. Take the punt, take the pads off. Yeah, everybody just run an actual flag football game. Right yeah, now. an actual flag football game. It'd be, it'd be a lot more fun, I think. Like you don't no nobody no offensive line, no defensive line, or maybe seven maybe on three, seven. maybe three. You get three offensive linemen, and you run like a an, a seven on seven scenario. See, I think a seven on seven would be pretty cool, and then you have like a, um, and then the lineman can run out for passes, and it gets them more involved. It's more fun. Big that man way. love. See, I, I was thinking more along the lines of like putting the do like a um, like an Oklahoma drill, which is oh god, them hitting each other. Oh, but. <laughs> Hands off! Take your helmet off, you bitch! <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so let's talk about the Rams. All right, so after this year, we've got a lot of questions. We've got a big free agent list here that the Rams have that uh, Mr. Drew Gorman put in there. Uh, They've got a lot of big names on this list, most notably, obviously, Von Miller, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, From there, it actually, they're pretty much returning everybody else. Sony Michelle. It's mainly on their offensive line. They're losing a good set of snaps. Like they break it down into percentages. Uh, I see that. Brian Allen, Brian Allen, their center, played 82.90% of their snaps. And Austin Corbett, their right guard, played 99.20% of their snaps. Andrew Whitworth is probably retiring. Yeah. So that's three starters on the offensive line that they're about to lose. And plus, Austin Corbett, possibly, possibly. possibly. But Austin Corbett and Brian Allen being 27 years old. Coming off a Super Bowl victory, like, mm, 
I'd say go get them. Yeah, I'm saying do that whatever those, you got. Those do. guys are going to be hot commodities for a lot of teams in the NFL that are looking for that guy, especially like being a center. Like, well, the Dolphins have a lot of guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Bengals, yeah, the Bengals. Holy crap, that's a good example. The Bengals, yeah. they've actually they're like middle of the pack I, with Cal. You know what? Cal. This just in, I, I, I'm pretty certain that the Bengals just put it out there that saying that they have five job vacancies. Yeah, <laughs> all of them from left guard to or from left tackle to right tackle. Yeah, there are plenty of spots available on that roster right now. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but here here we go. So what are the likelihoods that the Rams run it back? Because we've heard the rumors. We've heard the gossip about Sean McVay might not be back. We heard Aaron Donald might retire. I think that kind of got thrown out today uh, during the Super Bowl parade. They looked at each other and said, we're going to run it back next year. So yep. they'll both be back. Um, you know, none, As of right now. As of right now. <laughs> none, none of that's official. Yeah. But um, assuming they're going to be back, assuming Matthew Stafford's going to return, which is pretty obvious at this point, you'll have a healthy Daryl Henderson, a healthy Cam Akers for a full season. You'll have Robert Woods is not on this list, which is most interesting, right? You'll have Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson. I thought Jefferson. he was a free agent after I thought this. so, I thought, too. I thought that was the whole deal. I guess, I guess not. I guess not. Well, then they can afford to lose OBJ, honestly, because yeah. Robert Woods is just as good. I would say uh, Robert Robert Woods is. I mean, it it just sucks because OBJ's gonna have to come back from another torn ACL. I mean, that's man. that's Poor what's guy. bad. I Did you? So bad for him, man. I sent you guys a picture of something. I just wanted to show. You said the parade, so I wanted to make sure. Uh, Tyler Matzek uh, put out a thing. The Braves pitcher <laughs> that was. Oh my god! <laughs> say he said that. Uh, what, what was it? Something about like those uh, championships LeBron aren't legitimate. Had, LeBron had posted something about uh, the. Dodgers, the Lakers, and the Rams, and all the Rams teams. getting a doing a big parade because it's the champ, the city of champions. And Matzik replied, he goes uh, that we don't recognize those cha- your championship. It Being was a bubble, bubble ships. ships. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could say this that if you didn't know who Tyler Matzik is, or or he he was always this year became one of my top favorite players. And then as he just started to talk so much trash, he is legitimately one, like probably a top five in my book on my favorite players. That's why I love Trevor Bauer. It's kind of hard to say that on air now, now based on right, yeah. <laughs> based on everything else. On everything that we know. That's but. why Tyler ba- or Trevor Bauer became one of my favorites. And then, of course, we, the conversation we have about Freddie Freeman. He went to the damn Dodgers of all teams. That's yeah. Well. Oh. Okay. I thought you. Well, no, like, no. Wait a second. Bauer. Went, Bauer went to the Dodgers. That's yeah. Going back to what you guys were saying about Robert Woods being a free agent, uh, according to SportTrack.com, he has a potential out at 2022. What What the hell does that mean? I have no idea. Is it that. mutual or something? But he is technically still under contract, under salary contract, uh, until 2025, and then in 2026 he is an unrestricted free agent. How old is Robert Woods right now? Uh, and uh, going into the 2022 season, he will be 30 years old. So, same so they're the same. Odell. Yeah. Ooh, that's a whole conversation that we should have at some point. Like, what do you do? You could probably get some... Uh, As we're having the conversation right now. Right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, here we go. Like, what what do you do here? Because you could probably get... Uh, you could probably get some commodities for Robert Woods. Well, according to this, I guess it he... just depends on his contract, really. Yeah. Release your trade details. They love this, by the way. Oh, like, yes. with dead air, yeah. yeah. Like yes. we're not prepared whatsoever. Oh, I, I thought he went uh, in with some well, with some information. Well. well, according to this, he has a no trade clause. Oh, for well, the, they can waive that though. Like the player can yeah. waive that. Yeah, 
I think um, I think Cooper. So there's got to be some kind of a mutual option or something. Cooper Cup benefits from either one of them being there. They have to go Both. get somebody else. Yeah, I mean R- Cooper Cup's not the guy that goes deep. OBJ is. Robert Woods is, and OBJ isn't so much Golly. right now. I, I guess I would probably take OBJ over Robert Woods in this scenario then, because Cooper, Cooper Cup is um, going to be the guy that catches the ball fifteen to twenty yards downfield. You want to have an OBJ that can just just burn right by him, man. Yeah, catch well, the that's ball. what you have Van Jefferson go. for. At the same you know time, who they could, they could? Uh, oh, geez, I'm drawing a blank. The uh, Oh, he played for the Texans this year. Brandon Cooks. Oh, Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cooks. I mean, that <laughs> wouldn't that be a fun reunion? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Those things that you love so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That know, all worked but, out positively. Yeah, but the problem, the the difference there is that uh, uh, Cooper Cup wasn't the same then. Right. Or did they even have him? Or is that his rookie year? Had have been his rookie year. When I think Cooper, it might have been his rookie Brandon year. Yeah. Was there. Yeah, I think it yeah. was. He was very, very young. Matter of fact, he had a big game in that game. Maybe maybe not. I don't remember. I don't remember. I know Brandon Cooks went down very early, and then it was look. We haven't been here for two weeks. Time. Y'all leave us alone. Yeah, leave us alone. Okay. So what are the how, what are the likelihoods that the Rams get back? What are that? What is their biggest need? To biggest you? need, like the biggest thing that they have to fix to get back next year. They gotta sh- they uh, losing start. losing those offensive line losing those offensive linemen. They've got to make sure that they keep Stafford upright and make sure that they uh. If, Keep the offense, keep it going. Uh, the argument could be made that um, no matter uh, you got to keep Aaron Donald. Yeah, I think the biggest the biggest thing they got to do for me is the, the obvious. I mean, it's like a no brainer with the offensive line, but I don't want to say that necessarily. Like, I want to go more specific. Let's get some run blockers so that we can give these guys these. Daryl Henderson, just Cam Akers, and I don't know what they're going to do about Sony Michelle, but if they're going to, they're going to need like a Sony Michelle type. So I imagine he might end up resigning. Can't imagine it'd be easy to leave a team that you just won a Super Bowl with. But like every team's kind of going to that guy. Like Cam Akers is going to be your runner, and maybe Henderson's your pass. I was about catcher. to say uh, Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson would be your that. pass catcher yeah. in that. But and they both have those two contracts, so I doubt yeah. they go and get Sony Michelle. So they probably wouldn't resign. Sony. The, pro- the problem is, is Sony Michelle can kind of be both. Yeah. So. If you put Neither him as the runner, can be both. right? So you can, you, I guess you could go and get him because if you have one injury, which it's not like Cam Akers has ever gotten injured in his career. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. It's not like Daryl Henderson has ever gotten injured in his career. Sony hey, Michelle. It's not like Sony Michelle's ever gotten injured in his career. Why not have a committee? Why <laughs> yeah. not have a good committee you have of to. three just, solid guys? Just, just like that's a running you, back to get injured. Yeah, huh. that, that, that's exactly how you have to. Uh, uh, Play the running back position, though. Like, I mean, right now the running back position, you you can run people to death, and I, then they're out in six, six, seven years. Like, if we were talking about every team in the NFL, like their biggest, like the need, like Tennessee would be like, dude, let's make sure you keep Deontay Foreman around. What's yep. funny is Deontay Foreman got drafted in like what, like the seventh round or something. It was like something it was late because he was in the same brat. Uh, he was in a fucking. Freaking loaded draft with and, Cook and McCaffrey, and right? And Fournette. then, and then he uh, he got dropped so by several teams, Houston, and got went to a practice squad and stuff like that. So, and then he comes out and still puts up over a hundred yard games. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope they re-sign him and just I keep would, on pushing. I would definitely keep him around because I would say he he's gonna make he's gonna make Derrick Henry more valuable. But mm-hmm. um. I, yeah, so that's what I would say. We need to shore up that offensive line and start getting some run blocking going on because that would take a lot of heat off Stafford, who's going to be 35 by the time the season starts next year. 
you don't want him getting clunked around, but you also want him to be able to play his game. So if he's if he's able to hand it off and get these guys some running room just to get past the trenches, because really Henderson, Sony, and Cam, like those are the guys. Like if you get past that first line, it's gonna be hard to bring them down from there. I think uh, get somebody on the other side of Jalen Ramsey. Oh, get somebody two. on because right now number two a corner. solid number two corner. Go get a go get a veteran. Whoever I know, honestly, it doesn't really matter. You're gonna have to the the you let the entire NFL know that you are very weak when it comes to depth. When you had to go out and go get Eric Weddle, now I can say this: Eric Weddle actually had a a pretty good season. Yeah, J.C. Jackson, Levi Wallace, Carlton Davis, Kyle Fuller, Darius Williams from the Rams, Jason Verrett, Chris Harris, Patrick Peterson, just to name a couple free agent corners going into the offseason. Could you imagine J.C. Jackson and Jalen Ramsey? On See, the that would be that'd be awesome. With Aaron Donald and maybe Von Miller re-signing. Oh, you know who's going to be available? Eli Apple. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be doing T and he's going to be AT and T commercials. <laughs> yeah, this will provide better coverage than me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just made that up, by the way. Wow. Oh, you sold me. I'm in. Yeah. Probably end up doing like a cricket mobile. Commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible cover. Boost wireless. Boost. We have boost. <laughs> boost mobile. For all right coverage in certain areas. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, oh well, there go our sponsorships. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full disclosure, this episode is brought to you by uh, us. Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me. Nick, what, what was it? In that, uh, that's a uh, shake and bake. <laughs> that when he comes at the very end, he puts the panther on the car. Me. This um, episode's brought to you by Ted Cooper. Thank you, father-in-law. <laughs> he got a shout-out. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. What you got for the Rams? So, I already said it. Oh, you already said it. Number two corner. Jeez. So let's go on to the Bengals. Let's go on to the Bengals. Okay, we're going to avoid the offensive line. Let's so go ahead let's, and just – offensive line is everyone's answers. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go with something different. So let's let's change it up here a little bit. Let's – let's yeah, let's stay away from the offensive line. Let's – Talk Who are a they losing? Crap Drew? about Zach Taylor. We've got a full list. They are losing on uh, notable, uh, notably on the offense. CJ Uzama, their tight end. That hurts. And then two starters on the offensive line. <laughs> oh yeah, you can afford that. Good wow. deal. Good and deal. Probably one of their best players, Jesse Bates. Mm. On, on yeah, the, that hurts. Moving on to the defense, and then in their uh, defensive backfield, they're losing Eli Apple, Vernon Hargraves, and Trey Flowers. Vernon Har- Hargraves, he was best known for running out, the, out on the field. <laughs> dude, how about the, uh, just the state of Florida taking such an L in the Super Bowl? Like, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey gets cooked all over the place. Cam Akers gets Cam 12 Cam yards. Cam Akers 12 yards on like 100 carries. Freaking <laughs> Vernon Hargraves <laughs> running on the field. <laughs> celebrating. Street, street clothes. Celebrating an offensive touchdown. You're a cornerback. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you, I mean, I could I could see if he got like somebody got a pick. I mean, during the two picks that the Rams threw, yeah. go and celebrate then. Why are you celebrating a, a touch <laughs> with Joe Mixon when Joe Mixon throws the, the touch? It just didn't make any sense. And uh, probably one of their biggest performers from the uh, from the Super Bowl, BJ Hill. They're losing Larry Ogunjobi, BJ Hill, and Josh Topu. But BJ Hill was in. Uh, was great in the run stopping oh game. God. They're, lo- they're losing Ricardo Allen. Yeah. Darius Phillips. Auden Tate didn't do shit, so that's not really it. Jordan Evans. 
Mike Thomas, Brandon Allen. Mike, like a Jalen Davis, Mike Thomas and Auden Tate don't. We do just anything naming they names got, at this point. Clark yeah, Harris. We're, we're going all Dan Dan Gonzalez. We're go, Kevin yeah. Kevin Huber, their starting punter, Dude, who Wyatt literally Ray? went to, literally uh, Kevin Huber went to Cincinnati, was drafted to Cincinnati. Like it's it's a great story. Yeah, I would think. Being it sounds a punter, like a really short story. Being a it's punter, a great story. You you always tell me I need to slow down and not slow down, but uh, tell my stories fast. So there you go. <laughs> It was a short story. He went to Cincinnati. He played. got drafted by Cincinnati. Great story. Yeah, Jake McGowan <laughs> brings up a good point. Uh, one of their offensive linemen that's a free agent is due to secure a big bag also. there. I mean, there are some big names out there, too, like on the free agent markets on the uh, offensive line side of things, so maybe they can make something happen. But, man, if I could tell you, I sent you guys the stat that I was um, that I saw the other day. Uh, Bill Polian said it on a podcast. I forgot whose show he was on, but – he compared Joe Burrow a lot to Andrew Luck, and really their styles are very close. Yeah. Like yep. the way they do, the way they carry themselves, and they, he pulled up the numbers. I'm going to pull up the exact numbers uh, that I sent you guys, but he he had said like the numbers were so skewed, like on how how many times Joe Burrow has been sacked at this point in his career. It's crazy. Like the the stat that they had open going off that they had opened up the Super Bowl talking about like the outrageous stats for the quarterbacks. Matt Stafford led the league in interceptions and tied. He was tied with the lead. Well, yeah. but Who he was, was he tied with. I can't. I don't remember. I'll look it up here in a second. And then Joe Burrow was the first quarterback to lead the is. league in being sat in sacks. And still make it to the Super Bowl. So it was on the Adam Schefter podcast. He said that um, Bill Pullian was expressing concern. Andrew Luck, in his first two seasons and 32 games, got sacked 73 times. Joe Burrow, in six less games in his first two seasons, 26 games, 83 sacks. Jesus. So 10 less times in six less games. Or 10 more times in six less games. This dude's going to have a very short career if they don't figure this out. Yeah. They they have I mean you're talking about a generational quarterback here. You're I can say this don't don't uh, the teams get a a certain bonus like a, a a certain size bonus if they go to certain games like the AFC Championship and the Super Bowl and stuff like I that. I want to say yes. I I, th I think they do. So hopefully they use that money wisely. Yeah, and go out and pick. I mean, anybody that's anywhere close to decent on the free agent market, I don't want to see really them sign anyone. No one. Outside of obviously the punter, yeah. and get him back, and maybe whoever they can afford. But the first thing that offense is elite right now. They've got to yeah. go out and sign five or, I mean, really three is all they really need. I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, three. you can anchor it. You can find some nice pieces in the draft, right? So if you, I mean, they should only, <laughs> they should replace their uh, through the draft. They should replace all of their people that are leaving, their cornerbacks, and all of them. And they should go out there and get some really nice veteran pieces. Their time is now. True or They've false. got to do it right now. True or false. And I'm just going to spit this out there and you guys answer. If the Bengals go into next year with anything less than five new offensive linemen, it was a bad offseason. Anything less than five? Anything less than five. Like, not starters. Period. Oh, oh okay. Period. Like, depth period. and everything. Okay. Depth. True. True. Okay. True. Yeah. Like, we need to draft a backup to the backups at this point. They have to do exactly what the Chiefs did last year. 
going into last season because we all were hooting and hollering and raving saying they won the offseason with their uh, revamped offensive line. Yep. And it showed this year. Yeah, he didn't get sacked nearly as much. He oh, wasn't on yeah. the run like he was. He just They just kind of fell apart there at the I end I'll get the grilled for this, but I just, the Kansas City needs a number one receiver. They do need one. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Tyreek Hill, but – Tyreek Hill, we, like we said, he's a, he's a Debo Samuel type. Him out, and they, I mean, it's only going to take a, a certain amount of time before they they. Well, the problem is, is they don't give the ball to him like they do Debo Samuel. Yeah, Debo Samuel is also much bigger than Tyreek Hill yeah. is, so he, he, he was could take very, those hits. He was very hit or miss this year. Tyreek, very, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. So the Bengals, I mean, the AFC is just stacked though. I mean that's that's going to be the biggest problem is I with mean, young quarterbacks with young quarterbacks with young talent everywhere. Cause yeah, you, you just talking about like how if the Steelers get their quarterback situation figured out, you got to play against T.J. Watt twice a year. See, but I don't think that really matters. Somebody like Burrow, that offense, that uh, they have a great running back. They have uh, three really good wide receivers. One really great. I mean, that could be great wide receiver. I mean, we could be saying. Jamar Chase is the best wide receiver in the in the game here very shortly. Very soon. And Joe Mixon is a good running back. They replace that offensive line, get a couple of pieces on defense, and they're right back in this. So it doesn't re- really matter aspect, how good everybody else is. I think it does, though, because from a team aspect, you have to look at everything. And, like, they're in the AFC North, so going into next year, the Ravens are going to be healthy again. Like, you're going you're gonna to have that The team. Ravens gonna, need pieces. The Ravens oh, – everybody needs pieces. I mean, you could – yeah, but the Ravens aren't even a complete team. They have a quarterback no, but, who can't throw a ball. Right, but I mean that that style though. They're figuring they're, they're that style healthy. out though. They're going to be healthy though. Is sure, what I'm saying. sure. And you're going to have a, a whole new quarterback on the Steelers. Who knows what they're going to do? I mean, you have we have no idea who they're. We always grab, do these right. fantasy bookings and everything. So, but they might end up with nobody. They might end up with freaking Mason Rudolph. Mason still. Rudolph starting next year. So right. this conversation is irrelevant at that point. But. Maybe they do go get Jameis. Maybe they do get the Sean Watson and then Jimmy G or Jimmy G. And then all of a sudden you look at the Steelers like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. Like the AFC North's the best division in football. How are the Bengals going to get out of it? One thing that's good for them is that there's seven playoff spots. Right. They're they don't not, have to win their, their right. division. Or they don't have to. And they, I mean, but you, I would say in the AFC from here going forward, you don't win 10 games, you ain't making it. I mean the Dolphins, the Dolphins two years in a row. The Dolphins, yeah. ten, ten wins, nine wins. You, they didn't get in. Right. It ain't gonna work, man. It ain't gonna do it. You mm-hmm. got to win ten games. NFC is a different a different story. Oh, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I feel like I could go and lead a team. <laughs> I think me and Jake McGowan. I mean Jake McGowan knows all about putting teams together. So yeah. let's uh, just me and Jake McGowan go out there. Six Dude. and eleven might win the NFC South yeah. this year. Dude, the NFC is a different ball game because like there's rumors that. Aaron Rodgers is leaving. So if he go there's no way Green Bay sends him to any NFC team. So if he goes to the AFC, who's the best team in the NFC North? The Vikings? I would say they're probably best suited. You've got you've got the Cowboys who can't win a game uh, uh who can't beat a team over 500 uh, with a 500 record or better. Oh, Marcus. And then you've got uh and then you've got in the NFC, is it the 49ers still? Do you think Russ comes back and has a better year? Do you think Kyler Murray stays in Arizona? See, you know, and I think that's another one. The uh, for, No, I think he should go play baseball. Um, Kyler Murray, that is. Yeah, that'd be, it, good. That'd be a good move for him. I, th- I think he should. Um, but the 49ers are very interesting as well because 
I called from the very beginning that this that they were very dangerous. If they if they're not uh, if they're healthy, oh yeah, they are very dangerous. But next year, getting rid of Jimmy G and going all in just doesn't make any sense to me with him. I I truly I don't understand. I I don't understand it. I I don't either. Which uh, you were talking about Vegas odds earlier. Uh, some of the randomness. Uh, people who were nominated for, well, not nominated, but the most recent highest people who were getting the bets for bets placed on them for the 2022 NFL MVP was Trey Lance, Trey, Trey Lance and Tom Brady. Tom Brady? Trey Lance. How would Trey Lance go out and go get an MVP this year? Why? I mean, for, I for going into next year. At because, no, I know, but uh, that's but what I'm saying. We're past the Super yeah. Bowl's past. I got you. I got you. This year. I was just making sure. I'm yeah. going to pull up the stats, but weren't they 0 2 in his starts? I, I don't know. I just, to me, there's no way he gets, uh, there's no way he gets that. Yeah. They, they were 1 set, and 1. Who are they against? I'm, I'm about to pull up the full. Y'all keep going. Oh, okay. But it was it was, it was just something <laughs> random. Like I was scrolling on Facebook earlier today, and it was them talking about the different uh, different sports betting apps and who could get <laughs> what. And these are our two. These are two of the most highest rated uh, people who are people who are putting money on right now to win next year's MVP. And and one of the comments That's a was a waste like, of money right there. Yeah, like you really gonna put it on Tom Brady? Like uh, just so many, so many people are putting it on Tom Brady, saying, "Nah, we don't believe it. We're still gonna put it on him." I'm like, dude. Now, would he <laughs> would he come back? Sure. Uh, I I'm I'm not saying that he wouldn't, but because he left the door open about as much as anybody else ever has. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I he think did, the difference is is I I just don't think. I mean, if he doesn't go and actually do a full off season and everything else like he normally would, he's not gonna come out there ready. He started against a, a Houston in Week okay. 16. One of the worst, probably the worst team next year. 250 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Yeah, that and, was basically Jimmy G numbers. I'm sorry. Yeah, with two touchdowns and a pick. Two, yeah, so that's not any better than Jimmy G. And he only uh, doesn't show his rushing stats on this one. Of course it doesn't. Because, um, yeah, I mean, that that's one thing he's going to bring that Jimmy G doesn't. And they won that game 23-7. to And then he lost to Arizona. And in that game, he was – he had 192 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. So, his two starts, he was 2-2 two and two with, like, 400 yards. Hmm. So, I mean, same as Jimmy G, except maybe he adds a little bit more. Okay, here you go. 16 carries for 89 yards in that game. There's something Jimmy G can't do. And then 8 for 31 in the San Francisco game. He is on San Francisco or in the uh, Houston game. Oh, okay. It's it's they have him in the wrong spot here for some reason. Hmm. Um, eight for thirty one in that game. He had thirty eight carries for one hundred sixty eight yards. That's four point four yards per attempt. Not that great for a rushing quarterback. It was only I two. Think. I mean, yeah, but you also have to temper that because of uh, every time he would come in, everybody knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I true. mean, this isn't. Uh, college football from 06 to 08 when Tom when Tim Tebow would come in and run the ball and everybody knew it but they didn't they couldn't do anything about it this yeah. is the NFL it, I mean they're gonna they're it gonna, looks like he either had health issues or McVay or not McVay uh, Shanahan's an idiot because out of the he only appeared in like less than one two three four five six games last year out of their sixteen out of their seventeen games see I was asking a friend who's a 49ers fan and he uh he said that he believes that he's ready, and 
I don't really understand how that's even possible how right you, now. What? Huh? Yeah, how do you know. look at that and tell me he's okay? Whatever. Hey, as long as your fan base says he's ready, he's yeah. ready, right? <laughs> he's ready to go. He's ready to go. Fair. But uh, Jake McGowan does bring up a good point. He said, uh, "I think the Brady Bucks effect happens to the Rams this offseason. Smaller deals for guys wanting a ring." Yeah, but are they are they that put together? They're not losing that much. If you pick, a, if you fix the offensive line and bring back, they aren't. They really aren't losing. I mean, you're talking about going and getting one more wide receiver over OBJ, and or you might even just keep. What Robert if they went Woods? out and got Devontae Adams? Oh, that offense. The problem is, is they don't have that much money to deal with. That's yeah. that's yeah. the issue. So they they're not going to be able to go out and just sign somebody, anybody they want. But it's, they could make a trade for. Look at Trey. You know how he says, "F them picks." I mean, look at it. It, it worked. He, yeah, got a Super Bowl. If it's worth it, if if you win a Super Bowl, it's worth it. The good well, thing they for went them all was, in on Stafford for a reason. Yeah, not for just one Super Bowl. Yeah, no, they they, they didn't oh, do yeah. it for one. I know you you know they didn't do it for one. No. Um, the interesting thing is, I have Cooper Cup's contract coming up here. Maybe it might be after next year. I mean, right. I so imagine. that's why that's why I agree with Jake because. Now you go and sign people for one-year deals, yeah, and do maybe mutual well, options for next good, year so that you can actually go back and get Cooper Cup. You know, the you, Bucks returned every starter from the year before, and I mean they didn't really go too far, but they the Rams are I would think in a better position right now than they were because I mean they're 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 not losing the big like they didn't they don't have to resign as much as Tampa Bay had to do. No, like everybody had to sign one or two-year deals. Like right now, you you just got to convince Von Miller to come back if you really even have to do that because there's other people out there von miller especially right now they're celebrating right now and he's on aaron donald's team yeah i mean you 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 possibly have one of like you have a generational edge rusher maybe you the, have a generational aaron in aaron donald maybe and you have a generational tackle cornerback i don't know where aaron donald's gonna come into that conversation with like reggie white and some like other guys but I'm, <laughs> all I'm those other to, defensive all those other, tackles you know guys <laughs> Uh, Vince Wolfork, that's the guy I'm trying to think. Yeah. You think of like all time defensive tackles, but well, the Aaron Donald's got to be at the, the top crazy yes. thing. The crazy thing is, like you think of a nose tackle, you think of a uh, of a defensive tackle, you think of this big, huge human being. You look at Aaron Donald, and he's just this stout looking dude. Just if, like where if, did um, where did you come from? What factory did you come out of? Pat McAfee said this about Brock Lesnar, and I think uh, it works for Aaron Donald too because. Um, like, if the aliens came and they were like, send me your best warriors, we want to fight them, like, I would send Brock Lesnar and I would send Aaron Donald. Yeah. <laughs> like, here you go. <laughs> Have at him. Have at him. Good luck. Brock uh, Lesnar is a scary dude. Yeah, uh, very, two, very. Two things from Josh Tucker. He said, uh, anyone want Taysom Hill? I've already replied they can have him for a bag of peanuts. And uh, Josh, <laughs> he's also said, Yeah, there Rams. you go. I don't have a starting quarterback. But let's go ahead and get rid of the second string starting the second yeah. string quarterback. Yeah, they can have to smart. That's, that's just like a Taysom. Saints fan. It's just like a Saints fan. Just you can have Taysom. Send him. Uh, oh, imagine him on the Rams. What would that open up? Oh dear God! And uh, he also says Rams got to replace Eric Weddle. They obviously do because he was the leading tackler for the playoffs, which right. is probably not good. Which, by the way, did you see the injury he played through? The, oh, his shoulder. Uh, his shoulder. The, the, yeah. It was like his pec. Yeah. Uh, bru uh, not a torn, but a bruise, like a dislocated pec. Yeah. And dislocate a pec. Something like it was a. It, it was something weird. Ruptured, maybe. Ru ruptured pec. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But Jesus. still, that still sounds even worse than her. Played the whole game. Played the, the whole tackle. game. It, well, he, it was. Yeah. His, he got hurt when he dove at that dude. Uh, during the first feet, drive, he got up like and he Joe was Mixon's like, feet. Yeah. 
And, and they are, already had too. arm issues because he already had his bicep wrapped. Yeah. So like he had that, his bicep wrapped, and then he went out there and hit somebody on his left side. So his right bicep and his left pec. And then he went out there and just manhandled everyone. That's the stuff you're going to run into now. Like, you're taking away these high tackles, which I, player safety, we all get it, right? But there's been so many more knee injuries. There's mm-hmm. going to be more shoulder injuries from guys trying not to leave with their helmet. I don't, I don't know. Taylor Rapp was injured as well. Oh, Taylor Rapp he, he didn't was, even play? Taylor Rapp, no, that's why they got Weddle. And you still went to your knee and proposed after the game like you did something? Bro, I would have just done it at the parade. <laughs> oh, Taylor. Did you see Jake McGowan said, I'm sending Rodrigo Blankenship in my battle as well as Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Blankenship. Hey, I'm just lining up freaking, I'm lining up footballs. Kick the ship. <laughs> Kick the ship. Just having him and McPherson. Pop, pop, yeah, pop, there you pop, go. Pop. We're launching, baby. <laughs> and uh, as far as covering, our, uh-oh. What happened to Streamlabs? Did we lose our stream over there? I'm looking at it. We're still up? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what happened to my display just now, so hopefully we're still live. I just went dark over here. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. There, okay, we're it good to go. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it went, went black out again. again. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's back up again. Oh, boy. God bless us, everyone. Now, what we are going to do is we're going to shift a little bit away from Super Bowl stuff, and, you know, let's... Which team is more likely to make it back next year? And that's all I want to know. It could be short answer. Oh, but that's not a short answer. Just based on what all the Bengals are losing on defense, I'm going to have to go Rams. The Rams aren't losing enough to make them, you know, under I agree. that. NFC is more wide open anyway. Very true. NFC is definitely a lot more wide Very open. Very true. Yeah. So we all say Rams. Rams. Okay. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. And also, if you have any suggestions on uh, computer monitors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, what you got over there? Shift this conversation. Where yeah. Do you we're going to shift it over to a little bit about baseball. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the pitchers and the catchers were supposed to report on Monday. Was it Monday? Was, uh, yesterday. Actually. Yesterday. Tuesday. Yesterday. So, Golly, sad, man. sad day. I had a bad day. I had a yeah, bad day. I was just depressed all day. Like, yep. when I saw that, thank you, uh, Jeff Passan. Is that his name? Yeah, Passan. Yeah. Passan, right. Passan, I don't know how you know. say it. but P-A-S-S-A-N. If you guys have the pronunciation, please type it in the comments. <laughs> P-A dash. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Passan. That's what I said. I have no idea what his name I, is. I think it's Jeff Passan, right? I thought it was Passan. I was, I, I've always said Passan. Right, new conversation. Whatever. Okay. Buster Olney. <laughs> anyway, when he posted that, man, I was just like, oh, golly, man, because this is like we're li- we're missing so much right now. Spring training is supposed to start in 10 days. That's not going to happen. Nope. There's zero chance. Nope. Uh, they say there's no way we, we don't get 162 games, but I'm looking at it now like how do you not delay the season at this point? Yeah, you know, when we were on ESPN, you and I, Kyle, uh, they, they asked us that question, and I, th- I think they, they're, they're going to have to, especially yeah. because they – I think for hitters, typically it takes, you know, some games to actually get their timing and everything else. Uh, now, what I do hope is that whatever they do, if they don't postpone it and you just have a shorter spring tra- training, maybe those spring training games are going to mean a little more. Yeah, People nice. actually out there swinging away for three at-bats instead of one at-bat in the first game or whatever, right. you know, something stupid like that. But Wait. I also like spring training because – to me, it's not like the NFL. It's not like yeah. uh, you get to see guys that are not even going to be on the team. This this is 
guys that are in your farm system. Yeah, the ones this that, is the future. Yeah, this is your future players up there, and you can, like, oh, you know, I like Trey Harris. I mean, you know, I saw Trey Harris a few years ago, and now all of a sudden he's in the top 100 prospects, and he's knocking at the door of being uh, on the Atlanta Braves' uh, 25 man roster. And I and I love I love how in spring training and they do it during the All Star game too. But they did it with Freddie Freeman a couple uh, maybe last year, the oh, year before, miking him up. up, and he's they're literally asking him questions like, and he's just happy go lucky, just yeah. having a good old time. I really feel like that could happen more in baseball. Yeah, I love I do it. Too. I feel like that would make it a much funner game. There's a more there's a much good way to more spice fun it up. game. Like you put, it, I've you, done that twice now. Funner. I've noticed <laughs> so gooder. <laughs> You're getting, so good. Good. You're getting gooder at podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> um, to answer Josh Tucker, where does Juan Soto go to decline 350? I don't think he declined the 350. We talked about this on the phone today. I think he more declined the 13 years. Yeah, obviously nobody turns down $350 yeah. million. Dollars. But I, I, I think, and this is Kyle and I disagreed on this, but I think it's because annual salary is $27 million on that. That would actually place him at like thirtieth or twenty fifth or some somewhere in that area of of pay, of players, I, and I think he's a better hitter than I would say. I mean, he's a top, I would say top five hitter right now. That's my opinion. I think Juan Soto is a top five hitter right now. He's better than Anthony Rendon. Now the only difference is is Anthony Rendon has uh, has defense on his side where. Yeah. Juan Soto is not exactly a liability in de- on defense, but he's not known for his defense. He's a three. He's going to be a three twenty hitter. Yeah. To to me, does he? It, it kind of strikes me as he wants to keep his options open. To yeah, he definitely see, wants see to see what, free agency. See what free agency and who comes who comes calling he's because twenty two because with with the Nationals right now, are you going to win in the next five no. years? I hope not. I'm. I, we're running through every team in the NL East pretty much. So the Nationals got there. The Braves got theirs. We saw the Phillies get theirs. Marlins got theirs. Now we're just waiting on the damn Mets, which hopefully that I hope never happen. happens. <laughs> hope, <laughs> I, hope, I hope it never happens. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, because they just signed Francisco Lindor to probably the most ballooned contract I've ever seen for somebody who really never deserved it. And uh, I, I do – I think that it, he did turn down the 13 years. He wants to see free agency – because he's going to get more than that. Yeah. I, I think he's going to get more money less time. Because yeah. think about it. At 13 years, that puts him at 35 years old. That means this is the only contract he's ever going to get. If you get a 10-year contract, he's 32 at the same time as Freddie Freeman. And if he's still putting up num- Freddie Freeman's not uh, Freddie Freeman's great in, the, in defense, but yeah. it's his hitting. I mean, it's all baseball. It's, it's your hitting. You know, you're well, not going to get a, a contract like Freddie Freeman wants if he wasn't a 310 hitter. Well, now you might get a better contract right now. Yeah, uh, DH. If you if you wait because now we're going into that universal DH. Yeah. So and, it doesn't it doesn't matter as much and that's one thing that they're actually saying about Freddie Freeman going to the Braves still is that the Braves now no longer have that to worry about. Yeah. They don't have to worry about him being 38 and not being able to uh, to play first base. You know, you can actually sign him and give him the six years, give him the hundred and eighty million dollars and tell him to go sit over there for as long as he can and tell Zach Lesnar he put the pronunciation of Passan in the comments as pass dash and so pass and pass and pass and Yeah, I don't think that helps us whatsoever, does it? <laughs> it doesn't. No, I don't know. I, I need the like the copy and paste. Oh, I guess maybe we, it's the the way that you're saying it then, passing. Passing. Passan. 
Passan. We'll Google it after. And yeah, we're going to have to Google it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah. No, screw that. We're here now. <laughs> yeah. We're here now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hold well, on. while Go we're ahead. while we're here, I do want to say uh, congratulations to Mr. Josh, Josh Tucker. Tucker. Hey, yeah, yes. hey, Tuck. Welcome to the best club in the world, fatherhood, especially like having a boy, bro. Like that life is. Tell, tell us about it, Kyle, because uh, the two guys over here don't have any. It's uh it's a great life. Let me tell you, man, because it's basically you're raising a young version of you, and you get to do. Did all... you almost run into roads too? What do you mean? The first time I ever oh, met Carson. God. Oh my God. <laughs> the first time I ever met Carson, he, he, he Rachel brought him to uh to Bose and we were about to start recording and uh Carson just ran out from underneath the <laughs> how he fit underneath the the railing I'll never know but he fit right out underneath it and I guess he just wanted to go touch every car that was passing down Thomas Drive. All right, turn up the uh, turn up turn up the USB. Let's see if the listeners can hear this one. Right, Jeff Passan. 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 Who said that? I said Passan. <laughs> I'm, I'm celebrating <laughs> as if it was Joe me. And it wasn't even. I think you had it. Passing. Yeah, you said passing. You I said, said passing. I said passing. Oh, Jeff yeah. Passin. Screw both of y'all. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. did it. I did something. <laughs> We're making a rap, baby. Yeah. Jeff Passing. Uh, uh. <laughs> Jeff Passing. Oh, Jeff Passing. <laughs> she said it that way. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Jeff Passing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what's going on with the Streamlabs, but I'm glad everybody can still see us because there's some funky stuff happening over here. Go Tigers, Heather. As one of my one of my friends from back in uh, back in Tennessee, she commented saying, "Go friends. Tigers, you don't let's go, baby." You really friends. don't have it. How do y'all? I, I don't go. understand how there's two people from Tennessee that are both LSU fans. See, David Hayes says Passan, but he's wrong. But it's he said Pussin, Pussin, because with a U, <laughs> Pussin. <laughs> that's how I read it. You tell me that's any different. Oh man, you tell me that's different. <laughs> you, you, you read that and tell me that's anything. Well, obviously, he was trying to get you to say something stupid. Thank we you, David. We all <laughs> agree that we're ready for baseball to come back. Yeah, it, especially if we just spent the last 10 minutes talking about Jeff Passing. <laughs> passing. That's, that's going to be our sword. Thank God for the Goat of Goat conversations because otherwise we'll be sitting here going, all right, we're going Otani? Uh, Otani. 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 <laughs> Hey, so that is one. I'm glad you said that because our our next segment starting next week. Next week, yeah. Uh, on on this very show on Wednesdays, we are splitting this. We're partnering up with, with ESPN of Northwest Florida. Uh, what is it? 104.3. 104.3. Hey, uh, 104.3. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're uh, meshing with them a little bit. Dave Hayes is going to be on the show a couple of times over here on Wednesdays. We're going to be on the show over there on Mondays or Fridays or something like that every now and again thursdays thursdays sometimes yeah. but we're not do but we're not doing anything like uh go right. goats no, wise no, no, that's but thursdays we'll be doing some stuff i mean so we've kind of got ourselves a nice little partnership so you guys uh if join up on our uh ride on group yeah at, the right uh, sports group right, w-r-i-g-h-t sports group get in there yeah because we we post a lot in there now now we can do polls and that's honestly the only we're gonna post every matchup on our bracket of the Goat of Goats on that sports group. Yep. And we will post it. ESPN will post it. And we're trying to get you guys to make a poll. We're going to make a poll, and you guys vote on that poll. We'll get our four 
voices, uh, myself, Drew, Kyle, Marcus, and Dave, actually. So five voices. Old school. Old school will be on there on Mondays and Fridays. And so we're going to get our voices, what we think. And we're also going to vote as well, but the fan vote is what really counts. Yeah. So fan vote and like just don't just don't pop in there and vote. Let's get some explanations in them comments. Well, and we're also going to vote. We're not just going to put LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. No, hold we're no, going to no, put no. your acc- they're going to we're going to put their accolades, accolades in there. Yeah. We're going to put all of their achievements and stuff like that, so you can actually make a decision based on somebody that you may not know about. Here's here's something funny. Like uh, just to tease a first round matchup, there is a goat debate in the first round. Yes, there is. A direct goat debate. Like, direct sports goat debate in a play-in game. Really. Like, okay, so the way we did this, we took 72 names. We sat up here for about an hour after our show a couple weeks ago. We wrote down 72 names. Nick's got them right there. I'm sure you can read them because our cameras are very high quality. Um, (laughs) 4K. Read every one of them. Uh, McGowan, I'm going to hold this up there for 10 seconds. I want you to take a picture of it and write them all down. It's a blinding light. We put them in a ring. (laughs) Oh, I'm not even in it all the way. (laughs) We put the names in a randomizer, and we randomly seeded them. So we didn't seed them. Like, we just wrote in every name, and then we let it Yeah, so don't don't read too much into the seedings, because the seedings don't really mean anything. You will not see numbers at all. Oh, okay, that's true. Because they're not going to see the actual bracket. But, um, But, yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm very excited. It gives us some good off-season content, which in our world is very important because, uh, as you guys know, we just sat here talking about Jeff Passon's number, uh, name for <laughs> J- Jeff Pusson's number for <laughs> 10, 10 minutes, and I think we've said it like 25 different times. <laughs> so, anything else before I get on my rant here? Have at her, kiddo. Well, right. So we have Kyle with the right to rant today. Who my and, turn. And this is going to be something, I, and I'm going to, before I let you have it, we, we talked about it, and and I'm going to give you a little tease here. All-star uh, counts will not be a part yeah. of our Goat of Goats debate because of this right here. So the NBA All-Star game is this weekend, and this this was supposed to be my right to rant last week, but we had some issues. I had, a, I had the stomach flu. These guys didn't want to get sick, so I sent them to ESPN instead of doing our show. It's natural, man. It's, it's just stuff that happens when you're grown adults with real-life jobs, and this is your side gig. Just straight up. So we didn't do a show last week, so this was supposed to be fresh. Um, the NBA All-Stars are 100% fan-voted. 100% from starters to reserves. And I think it's bullshit. Because James Harden is an All-Star this year. Damn well doesn't deserve it. Kevin Durant's an all-star and isn't even playing. I mean, I know he's um he's not playing, so they, they like gave his spot away pretty much. Like so when they named the all-star reserves, they already had already had somebody. But they had that spot filled for Kevin Durant, who's been out for like a month now. Chris Middleton's an all-star. Chris Middleton. It's popularity. It's bull crap. I hate it. Here are some guys that deserve to be all-stars over James Harden and Chris Middleton right now. Jared Allen, who did get in now. Uh, plays for Cleveland. He did end up getting in uh, just because of James Harden can't play. So he got in. Last-minute reserve. Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics is probably the most deserving not non-all-star in the NBA. But not a household name, right? So he's not an all-star. And Tyler Hero, Miami's the number one seed in the East. Yeah. <laughs> Miami's the number one seed in the East. Jimmy Butler's an all-star, but not Tyler Hero. I would argue, like, I know stats are going to... 
<laughs> oh, that hurt. I know the stats are going to back up Jimmy Butler, but when you talk about why Miami is the number one seed, I would choose Tyler Hero to be an all-star instead of Jimmy Butler. Me. Two Miami so, guys. Yeah. Man, I'm, I know. Almost sounds like, biased. If I had to pick somebody from Miami, well, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy oh, Butler oh, is an All Star. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, like okay. if I had to pick somebody from the Miami Heat to represent us in the All Star game, it would be Tyler Hero because he's the reason we're there. He's the re- like these guys have all missed games except for Tyler Hero. He's a six man because he year. plays 22, 22 minutes or something like that. Right? Yeah, he's but, he's but he six, also like averages twenty two points. Yeah, he's six man of the year right now, front runner by by a lot. Yeah. He's not an all-star. But he was the third on those names because Jalen Brown's more deserving. I mean, hell, you could say Miles Bridges from Charlotte is more deserving. I mean, the, Charlotte's having a great season. And I also hate how they they uh, they were talking about these guys and they were talking about Jalen Brown and they were saying the Celtics just aren't good enough right now. Dude, who gives a shit? All-star is supposed to be the one thing in these sports that is – not a team accolade. Like MVP, you can have a great season. You ain't winning MVP if your team don't make the playoffs. And that's in the NFL. Unless it's College baseball. football, you ain't winning the Heisman if your team goes 5-7. and seven. You're just not. Baseball is the only sport where it's kind of like you're winning the MVP for having a crappy season. But, like, the All-Star is like, that's your one chance to shine as an individual. And we're letting team success hold certain guys out. I just don't agree. And there's my rant. I like it. I like it because it's it's just like that in MLB. It's just like that in every every single sport. It just depends on, you know, I, I saw one year where the Cubs had like a halfway decent season and they had like six representatives. They had like almost every starting position. Look how many like, all-stars the Cardinals had last year. They didn't even make the run until after the break. Right. You kidding me? Right. Was, so, was Yachty really an all-star? I don't know. Everybody said that he was the best catcher. Didn't he? Didn't he? Well, he was. They were mad that he didn't win the Gold Glove, right? Yeah. I mean, I, even yeah, though his stats mad. did show that he should have won the Gold, he gold, won gold the Glove. Yeah, he should have so, been up there, right? Yeah. But he teaches on. Um, I just don't like the way it's ran in the NBA, especially. Um, I feel like, like right now, so it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent fan vote, top to bottom. And like Eddie Eddie Rivera said, just said. Uh, by the way, Eddie. Um, I don't really play softball too often, like anymore. But I have learned enough in my life to know that the ball goes in a glove, dog. <laughs> like, my man, I'm so... Dude, there's the joke. Because I want to, like, rip myself here. There's not a chance in hell I'm getting back on the field after taking the ball to the face. So kudos to you. Like, so much respect for Eddie Rivera. I just had to give him that. And I know that man's I out there. You were going with something serious, and I was, I was like, I was wondering yeah, where yeah, I you were too. taking that. I was like, <laughs> Are I, you are you about to propose to this man? Yeah, like, what say, are you doing? I will. He, he is a beautiful man. He's good at taking balls to the face. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Eddie. Love you, Eddie. <laughs> you ready for that peacemaker finale for tomorrow? I've been talking to Eddie every Thursday because he's like one of the only people I know that's been watching Peacemaker. You told me to wait. I, well, yeah, because you don't have HBO Max. I don't have HBO Max. So get it when you can get the free trial. I wish I had a friend that had it. Mm. Same. I, I, I'm on a friend's account. So no. <laughs> hey, hey, Eddie, uh, if you don't mind, just type that login right there in the comments yeah. section real fast so I can watch. I, I'll call you every Thursday. Yeah, and if you're worried about everybody else seeing it, just go to the right sports group. There's only yeah. 180 <laughs> members. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, I think this is a good time to end the show. Uh, we had a great time today, guys. Thank you for supporting us as always. Make sure you guys are helping us out off the show, um, hitting the share button on our post, and just being active on our on our social media. Like when we post in the right sports group, give us give us some stuff, man. Give us some opinions. It's, we appreciate it. It's a discussion. It. Every yeah. bit of it. I mean, you should see my my uh, goat of goats. It's all a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. once we go through all of these, it's all going to be an argument. I cannot wait for next week because all oh, I am going man. to do is argue with everything y'all say. I can't wait. That is the only thing I am good at. I thought that was the point of that. Um, I thought that was the point of this whole I'm, thing. I'm going to argue. My, argue. I'm going to argue yeah. everything. Tomorrow on uh, tomorrow 104.3 ESPN Northwest Order, 4 to 6, uh, Afternoon Underdogs. I'll be on there. David Hayes. David. I'll be on there tomorrow. Looking oh, forward to it. Who cares? Um, if you guys watch. Should have been there last I week. am going to. We are going <laughs> to unveil. The, yeah, you don't, You wouldn't have wanted yeah. to. If you could have ran a microphone into the bathroom, <laughs> it would have been great. Because I was feeling fine. But I was like kind of like, you know that point, like maybe TMI for our viewers, but I was like not wiping anymore. I was just dabbing tapping it. it. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? It was too painful, dude. It was Look, he was texting us oh. as we were on air saying, I'm watching this straight from the porcelain throne. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jeez. Guys, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much for watching, listening, whatever you guys do. We appreciate the love and support. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the Right On Sports Show. Find the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Or find the guys on YouTube at Right On Sports and hit that subscribe button to be notified when they go live. In the meantime, check them out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Right On Sports.